you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we are studying the first 14 chapters of the book of Acts in a study entitled The Power of the Holy Spirit Through the Churches. During this study, we will observe how the Holy Spirit worked through the churches in Jerusalem to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. So, grab your copy of the Winter 2022-23 through 23 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. Today's lesson for February 12, 2023 is entitled, A Praying Church and God's Power. It comes from Acts chapter 12, verses 5 through 17. The key verse, Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Acts chapter 12, verse 5. The application, the student will observe that when church members pray together, their church will experience God's power. Seeking the context. After Paul went back to his hometown of Tarsus, Acts tells us, Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria, and were edified, and walking in the fear of the Lord, and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost, were multiplied. Acts chapter 9 verse 31. The churches had a period of rest and growth for more than ten years. Thank the Lord for the easy times, but be sure difficulties are around the corner. As we open Acts 12, persecution returned. The Herods were infamously known for persecuting the people of God. Herod the Great killed the baby boys in Bethlehem, seeking to kill Jesus, Matthew chapter 2, verse 16. Herod Antipas, his son, beheaded John the Baptist, Matthew chapter 14, verses 3 through 11. The Herod of Acts 12 is Herod Agrippa I and grandson of Herod the Great, and he killed the Apostle James. When he saw that it pleased the Jews, he ordered Peter to be imprisoned, and intended to execute him as well. Maybe we do not face such dire troubles with people seeking to kill us, but we do face troubles. Our leaders may not be killing Christians, but many are killing Christian principles. It is becoming more and more difficult to live the Christian life and not run contrary to the opinions of our time. It is not unthinkable that preachers could be in prison for preaching against homosexuality or Christians could lose their job because they refuse to work on Sundays. Yes, we will face troubles. So what do we do in times of troubles? James tells us when we are afflicted, we should pray. James chapter 5 verse 13. When we are sick, we are to pray and ask others to pray for us. James chapter 4 verse 14. When we are troubled by our own sins, we are to confess and pray for one another. James 5:16. The urgency of prayer cannot be overstated. We are to pray at all times, continuing instant in prayer. Romans chapter 12 verse 12. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Ephesians 6.18 Pray without ceasing. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 Today's lesson focuses on the prayer of the Jerusalem church for the imprisoned apostle Peter. We will see how Peter was released through their prayers and how they struggled to believe that God had indeed answered their prayers affirmatively. How would you rate your prayer life? Good, average, poor? Searching the text. Number one. A church in prayer. Acts chapter 12 verse 5. 
Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. As soon as the Jerusalem church found out that Peter was in prison, they began a prayer service. Prayer was their first reaction to troubles. This shows that the Jerusalem church understood that prayer is the most effective resource a church has. Oswald Chambers said, We tend to use prayer as a last resort, but God wants it to be our first line of defense. We pray when there's nothing else we can do, but God wants us to pray before we do anything at all. My utmost for his highest. How many of us react to our troubles immediately with prayer? I read a book a few years back on handling conflict in church. I gained some helpful insight on disarming conflicts, recognizing defense mechanisms, and conflict resolution. But the one important thing this book did not address is prayer. Too often, we turn to the thoughts of men to handle our problems instead of going to God in prayer. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth says Psalm 121 verse 2. So when troubles arise, we are to come boldly in prayer to the throne of grace to find mercy and grace in time of need. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 16. Instead of throwing up their hands and giving up, the Jerusalem church knelt in prayer. Instead of hoping everything would work out somehow, they sought to affect the outcome in prayer. And notice, they prayed into the night and did not stop praying until their prayers were answered. Acts chapter 12, verses 12 and 13. I would love to have been a part of this prayer service to see and hear the fervent, intense, and continuous prayers. Oh, that our churches would have such passion for prayer. God's people have always been a people of prayer. When Job faced the loss of his wealth, health, and family, he spent many days in prayer. When Hannah struggled with being childless and so desperately wanted a child, she sought the Lord in prayer. 1 Samuel 1, 10 and 11. When David faced the death of his child, he pleaded with God in prayer. 2 Samuel chapter 12 and verse 16. When the Jews faced potential annihilation in the days of Queen Esther, she called unto the people to fast. Esther Chapter 4, verses 15 and 16. It was their custom to pray when they were fasting. Do we fit in this long line of praying people? What is your first reaction to troubles? Number 2. Prayers answered. Acts chapter 12, verses 6 through 11. And when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. And the angel said unto him, Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he saith unto him, Cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out and followed him, and wist not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought he saw a vision. When they were past the first and the second ward, they came unto the iron gate that leadeth into the city, which opened 
to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from him. And when Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of Jerusalem. God answered the prayers of the Jerusalem church by sending an angel to miraculously release Peter from prison. I get confused quickly when I start thinking about the relationship between the sovereignty of God and the, the effectiveness of prayer. If the Jerusalem church had not prayed, would Peter have remained in prison and eventually had been executed? Or would Peter have been released regardless of whether Jerusalem church prayed or not? I honestly do not know. But I do know from the Bible that God acts in response to our prayers or does not act because we do not pray. Yet you have not because you ask not. James chapter 2, 4 verse 2. Paul knew as much when he wrote from prison to the Philippian church. For I know that this shall turn out to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Philippians chapter 1 and verse 19. Paul said that he expected to be released from prison partially because the Philippians prayed for him. Paul also asked the Ephesian church to pray for him from prison so that utterance may be given to unto him that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Ephesians chapter 6, 19. Paul knew that prayer made a difference in his ability to preach the gospel. So prayer matters and makes a difference. We may not be able to understand exactly how it influences what God chooses to do, but it does have an effect. But there is no doubt that the prayers of the Jerusalem church prompted the release of Peter. This is the key connection between Acts chapter 12, 5 and what follows in verses 6 through 11. Then we are reminded that the church was praying in verse 12. The connection between the church's prayer and Peter's release is clear. It is not for us to always know how God chooses to do things, and we can be assured that the will of God will always come out in the end. But through the process, it is our responsibility to pray and to pray for one another. However God chooses to answer our prayers is his prerogative. But here is the important thing for us to see. Peter was imprisoned. The Jerusalem church reacted immediately in continual prayer. And God miraculously released Peter from prison. God shows us here that he often acts in response to our prayers. And that is an amazing truth. How do you think your prayers affect what God chooses to do? Number three, answer to prayer, doubt it. Acts chapter 12, verses 12 through 17. And when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken, named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, It is an angel. It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. 
And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But he, beckoning unto them with the hand to hold their peace, declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Go show these things unto James and to the brethren. And he departed and went into another place. God's answer to our prayers is not always what we expect. Sometimes he says no, such as when David pleaded for his son not to die, 2 Samuel 12:16. God had previously told David the child would die as punishment for his sins, and the child died. Sometimes God says wait, such as when Abraham prayed for a child, Genesis 15, verses 1 through 4. Abraham would have to wait 25 years for Isaac to be born. God did not remove Paul's thorn in the flesh when he asked three times, 2 Corinthians 12, verses 7 through 9. But in all these instances, God's answer was the best answer. Sometimes when God does answer our prayers with yes, we just cannot believe it. This is what happened when Peter showed up at Mary's house when the Jerusalem church had met to pray. I find the happenings here comical. When Rhoda recognized Peter's voice at the door, she was so overjoyed that she forgot to do the one thing for which a door knock asked. She did not open the door for Peter. While the church argued with Rhoda over whether or not Peter was at the door, Peter was at the door still knocking. Finally, they opened the door for Peter and they were astonished to find him standing there. Our English word excitement comes from the Greek word here. Uh, They were shocked beyond belief. Do we pray in faith or doubt? Are we surprised when God answers yes to our prayers? In one sense, this is admirable. It shows humility and reverence, not to assume that God is always going to say yes to our prayers. But at the same time, we must pray in faith not wavering, as James 1.6 tells us. I often find myself like the father of Mark chapter 9, verses 17 through 27, who asked Jesus to heal his son. Jesus told the father, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Verse 23. The father responded, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. Verse 24. Are you like this? believing yet struggling to believe. The best that we can do is let our requests be made known to God, Philippians 4, 6, and end each prayer with, Thy will be done, Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, chapter 26, verse 42. When God answers our prayers, and regardless of the answer, we must not forget to give God thanks. Peter did this here when he told the Jerusalem church how the Lord had delivered him from prison. I am sure that the church thanked God for answering their prayers. The Lord Jesus once questioned why only one leper returned to give glory to God when he had healed ten, Luke chapter 17, verses 17 through 19. But sadly, it seems too true that few remember to give God thanks when he answers their prayers. Are we guilty? Thinking back on some recent prayers that were answered, did you remember to give God thanks? Setting the application. Corey ten Boom rhetorically asked, Is prayer your steering wheel 
or your spare tire? Does prayer drive your every move or do you just use it in case of emergency? I am afraid that too many of us do not have the prayer life the Lord told us to have. When he told us to ask, seek, and knock, Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 and 8, he was telling us to bathe our lives in constant prayer that God would guide us in his path for our lives and give us all that we need. The Lord does not always answer our prayers the way we wish or the way we expect. When the Lord told Jeremiah, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Jeremiah 33 verse 3 Jeremiah was in prison. The Lord did not tell Jeremiah that if he called to him, he would release him from prison, and Jeremiah remained in prison. But the Lord answered his prayer by showing him great and mighty things, particularly the coming of the branch of David, Jesus Christ. Jeremiah chapter 33 verses 14 through 16. No, the Lord does not always answer our prayer as we wish or as we expect, but his answers are always best. Can you describe a time when God answered your prayer with no or wait and it turned out to be the best answer? Thank you for joining us in another lesson in the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying with you again next week as we continue going through Acts 1-14, through observing the power of the Holy Spirit through the churches. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.